The Las Vegas Raiders have curiously benched Derek Carr for the final two games of the regular season and our Week 17 six-pack of picks coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks, as always, for making us your first listen right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of P&W is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on that entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Derek Carr benched Matt for Jarrett Stidham the last two game the last two games of the regular season in 2022 uh we're actually into 2023 now because they're playing the 49ers on New Year's Day in week 17 Jarrett Stidham is going to be the starting quarterback are the are the the Raiders doing this because they think they're going to win two games because they upgraded a quarterback. <laughs> Stidham is this a Josh McDaniels thing? Derek Carr's not even staying with the team, Matt. He doesn't want to be a distraction. Right. To he's leaving the team, so he's gone. Gone. This is this is a weird one because obviously a disappointing season for the Raiders, but I think Derek Carr is about the what tenth, twentieth thing on the list that you would blame for why the Raiders season has gone south this year. Yeah, I think there's a lot to unpack here. But in reality, I mean, they're telling us, we want to see what Stidham can do. We're excited about the young guy. Josh, you were with him in New England. He's been around long enough. We know who Stidham is at this point. You're blowing smoke, and I'm not buying it. They're setting Carr down for two reasons, in my opinion. First off, so he doesn't get hurt in these two games and can then – give them contract problems and they can't get out of his deal or move them as much. Secondly, I think they're tanking. I think they just want to get a better draft position. I I think they want to lose these last two games, move up a little in the draft. And I think Carr has played his last game as a Raider. And I think it's interesting, you know, where's Devontae Adams fall on this? You know, I mean, you just traded for Carr's guy and, you know, it has not been a great year for Carr. They've blown a lot of leads. He hasn't been great in the red zone. Didn't really play well here in Pittsburgh the last time we saw him. Um, but I think Josh McDaniels deserves some heat here too. I mean, he knew who he was inheriting, a guy that, to your point, was the 10th best quarterback in the league, 12th best quarterback in the league under Gruden, and you made him worse. <laughs> you know, you gave him Devontae Adams and you made him worse. So what are we doing here? You know, I mean, I think there'll be a big market for Carr. I asked this question to Q Myers on our 49ers Raiders crossover episode, which is airing Thursday uh, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We talked a lot about the car stuff, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, And I asked him this question. I want to ask your viewpoint of this question, Matt. Is is Derek Carr's had, what, six head coaches since 2014? Is is he a head coach killer? Is he just good enough for you to have hope, like just good enough for you to lose kind of a quarterback? 
uh, or has has the organization that is the Raiders failed Derek Carr? Um, that's a tough one to be honest with you. I mean, I, I do think you can get in quarterback purgatory, and Andy Dalton's a bad example because Carr's much better than Andy Dalton, you know, or Matt Schaub with the Texans, you know, the the eight and eight quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, I mean, that's a a tough area to be in this league in that good enough Kirk Cousins car neighborhood where I can win games with them, but I can't outduel Josh Allen and then Mahomes and then Burrow, you know what I mean, to get to the the Super Bowl. But I also, and this might be unfair, car seems a little soft to me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he seems a little whiny. He seems not to like the weather, you know, like. I, I, I don't know that if he's, you know, if you're going to have that purgatory kind of quarterback, he better be the best leader, the toughest dude on the team, all those things. And I'm not sure he is. It's interesting that you say that because he has uh, at least an exterior of I am the leader. I am the, mm-hmm. you know, the head of the nail. I will take whatever's coming my way. I will be the leader. I will. I will march our team through this storm. But is that exterior because he is, is affected by everything? Is he affected too right. much on and off the field? I wonder. Maybe. I mean, this seems strange, but I know for a fact he has blocked many people in the media that criticize him. You know, like, do you really care? I mean, I get a tweet every day yeah. telling me I'm an idiot. I don't block anybody, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's just from That's just from at BD Peacock. Yeah, right, right. Not to mention my wife and kids. <laughs> yeah, you can't block your immediate family. Um, right, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, is he a, an elevator of those around him? I have my doubts. But I do want to say, though, I mean, go look at the Gruden draft classes with Mayock. They're horrific. You know, like I, I previewed this Raiders class to no end and said everybody talks about the Rams being stars and scrubs. These guys are stars and scrubs. They got like five really good players, and I'm going to include Carr in that. And then all their drafts have been junk. You know, you trade away Mac and Cooper for these first-round picks, and then, you know, it's Ruggs and Abram and, you know, all these guys that aren't helping you at all right now. Not not only are they not playing well, they're not even wearing a Raiders uniform. Some of them aren't in the league. You know I mean? Like, it's bad. Yeah, I mean, it's awful drafting. Leatherwood, nobody wants. You know, it's a year ago. You know I mean? So yeah. – it kind of goes back to that conversation we had in the preseason about the Raiders and neither one of us were super high on the Raiders. Part of it was because of the division and everything going mm-hmm. on there in the AFC West. And uh, it, it's turned out to be pretty true about where the Raiders are. They need, they needed not to trade for one star player. They need a whole bunch of draft picks to rebuild the the depth on that football team. It's and, funny because again, I talked Steelers Raiders to no end last week and you, you early in the week, Matt, tell me about the Raiders. I'm like, well, they put all their chips in the middle. Vegas, chips, ah, funny. And they really shouldn't have. I mean, in my opinion, to try to compete with the Chargers, Russell Wilson at that point, Mahomes, they should have taken the step back, maybe traded Carr, traded a couple assets, and rebuilt for the long haul. And they're like the only organization that's a little cash-strapped, from what I understand, and the move and COVID hurt them badly, and the Davis family doesn't have Walmart money, blah, blah, blah. So I think they wanted it a new town. We're going to compete. We're going to put Adams and Carr on the billboards. 
but I think that they pushed their chips in with not a very good hand. Mm -hmm. Right. Because all the bad tracing. Clearly, there's a monetary thing to this, too, with Derek Carr. It just feels like you don't want to get him hurt because we're hoping we can trade him in the offseason. Absolutely. I think that's all. And and I think they want to trade him, but might end up having to cut him if they can't find a trade partner. But they definitely don't want his $40 million guaranteed because of an injury that happens the last couple of weeks of the season. So That's a big deal. And in the process, maybe we move up in the draft a little bit, you know? Yes. Currently, the Raiders would be picking ninth right now at six and nine. There's a, a real bunch of teams there is the panthers saints browns and of course the browns and saints picks are owned by philly and houston and those teams are all six and nine then there's two five and ten teams in the falcons and rams and then three four win teams in denver who seattle owns their pick arizona and indianapolis so there's going to be a lot of movement i have a feeling here in the top uh 10 11 picks depending on you know unless they just all lose the last two weeks of the season looking pretty good for houston at at number one or chicago at two although uh with the houston win last week they're now two 12 and one's only one game up for that number one pick over the chicago bears so very interesting there and an opportunity for some teams maybe to trade with chicago and they need a lot of help on their roster too if a team wanted Mm -hmm. to go, go up to two and get a quarterback maybe chicago moves down um that would be uh an ideal scenario but right now the Las Vegas Raiders would be picking ninth at six and nine. And, you know, so a little tanky field, this a little, um, you know, worried about the, the monetary side of things with Derek Carr. Once they made the decision to move on, I don't think Jared Stidham is the answer, but clearly the Raiders have decided that Derek Carr is not the answer going forward either. And, you know, it's funny because you, you mentioned the, the tier of quarterbacks in the NFL, Derek Carr would have been maybe in the tier but he would have been the top of the tier of those quarterbacks, right? Like he would no have yeah. the Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo and that whole group of quarterbacks coming into the year. Yeah, I mean, coming into the year, the, you know, Sandoz quarterback tiers, uh, offseason always looking for content. I thought there were 11 quarterbacks that were in contention for the top 10. You know, like famously, there was a list that had Lamar out of the top 10. Well, he was 11, you know, or Watson was in that 11. What do you do with them? Obviously, that list has changed. I'm talking about what we thought going into week one. But I thought there were 11 guys that were fighting for 10 spots in the top 10. And then there was Kyler and Carr sitting there at 12 and 13. You know, clearly like in their own little tier. Which, you know, that's that's very respectable. You know, he's coming off a very good year last year. And lastly, you mentioned they're 6 and 9 and they're picking – or were they're 6 – yeah, they're 6 and 9 and they're picking 11th right now. Or is that what you said? Or ninth. Uh, Whatever ninth, ninth right now. I mean, I think they'll be six and eleven, which will probably get them to sixth. How about this though? So, as if you'd have told us going back to preseason, if you'd have told us that Derek Carr was going to getting be getting benched before week seventeen, you would have thought, wow, you know that that didn't go well, and they're in last right. place. But they're not even in last place in the AFC West, and with all the stuff that happened in the AFC West, all of the offseason movement and and what we thought was going to be a juggernaut division, the the Kansas City Chiefs actually clinched the division a week sooner than they did last year. <laughs> right, right, right. It's crazy. It really is. I mean, maybe we have to put the six-pack on hold and only do a four-pack or something today because there's a lot to talk about. I think there's a lot of landing spots. I think they'll get something decent in return for them. But this was a massive failed experiment, and 
Carr, to me, I think you said at the beginning, he's 20th on my list of things to blame here. Right. Yeah. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on who that next team might be for Derek Carr. We'll talk about that next. Maybe look at the odds of uh, what our friends at Bet Online think about where Derek Carr will land next. And of course, we'll see what those odds are for our six pack of picks for week 17 next. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by Audible. Audible is re- releasing a new slate of football podcasts that we're sure you are going to love being a football podcast lover for all of our listeners. That's why you'll be able to find an episode of The League available as a bonus episode on Locked On NFL. Locked On NFL channel on YouTube, of course, is the home of Peacock and Williamson. So make sure you're subscribed up there. Narrated by Super Bowl champion and legendary smack talker Richard Sherman, along with sports broadcaster and rising star Taylor Rooks. The League is an eight-part docuseries about the most bizarre, inspirational, and unlikely stories connected to America's favorite sport, NFL football. Each story offers equal parts history, entertainment, and social commentary spanning from the 1940s through the present. So head over to Locked On NFL for a bonus episode of The League or catch the full series wherever you get your podcasts. Available now, Audible. Get in the game. I do want to thank everybody once again for making Peacock and Williamson, your first listen every day. Make sure you check out Locked On Sports today as well on the Locked On Podcast Network. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Take a peek over here at the odds fresh this morning from Bet Online about the next team for Derek Carr. And the Jets, 3-1, to one. they are the favorites to land Derek Carr in the offseason. Clearly have to figure things out with Zach Wilson. And there's been reports from Jay Glazer that the Jets are just done-done with Zach Wilson already. Like, that is over, which is wild. And that's very that quick to move on from a, a number two overall pick. Uh, then it's the Colts. Then, in order, Panthers, Bucks, Saints, Commanders, Patriots, Texans. Wouldn't that be something if Derek Carr ends up playing for his brother's team in Houston over there uh, with the Texans? So uh, those are the top team. And then there's Titans Cardinals, which is interesting. They just stopgap to get before Kyler comes back from his ACL. Maybe that one doesn't make that much sense. And then the Packers are even on the list as well at 18 to one. Those are the only teams that have odds here. Um, But clearly, I think, you know, Jets, Colts, are the Colts going to go that route again? I don't know. Do you like a fit for for Derek Carr in the offseason? I would definitely have Jets and Colts at the top of the list. I mean, envision the Jets right now with Derek Carr with some experience thrown into that mix. I, I think that's a contender. I'm not sure they're better than the Bills, you know, Bengals and Chiefs, but they're a contender where right now I don't see them as a contender. It's a very Colts thing to do. Um, you would think that they would want to try something different, but it's a very Colts thing to do. I I think the NFC South makes a ton of sense, though, uh, especially Carolina, Atlanta, Tampa. I don't know if New Orleans can swing it. They don't have any picks or money. Um, maybe Atlanta doesn't even want to play that style, but um, that could happen. This is going to sound, you know, tinfoil hat-ish, but – Several people have told me that Lamar Jackson might not be a Raven next year. What if you put Carr with that defense and got him some weapons while Lamar goes somewhere else and gets you picks or something like that? I mean, I bet the on the I bet on the betting odds you could probably get Carr to the Ravens at like plus a million. 
I might. Put and it. with the picks you get for Lamar, you might be able to go get Devontae Adams too. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you could really reshape the team. Uh, Devontae Adams, by the way, that's that's an odd one. They traded for him. He wanted to go play with his buddy Carr. Uh, he said he's going to be a good soldier for the last two weeks. I have a feeling in the offseason, though, that might change uh, from, from his standpoint. But, you know, obviously a lot of dead money with his, you know, brand new contract. He, he signed a big deal with the Raiders, too, after that trade. So, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to see the Raiders being better next year. But it's funny because the betting odds for the next quarterback for the Raiders is Tom Brady. That's as I say, like all these rumors about Brady going back to McDaniels. To me, that's like making the same mistake twice if you're the Raiders. Like it's like pushing your chips in again, you know. Right. And for Brady, now you have. Well, if Devontae Adams is there, then he's he's got a weapon at least. But you know, the offensive line's not in great shape versus right. what's going on with the Bucks for him, which is I, I think you know he's getting the ball out in one point one second. You know, which is crazy. He's getting the ball out as fast as fast, right? Um, yeah, I. I just can't see it going great. Looking at the the rest of speaking of Patriots quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo is the next quarterback for uh for the best odds of being the starter for the Raiders in week one of 2023. Then it goes to the draft. Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, and then it's Jared Stidham. If I were them, I would look to the draft. I mean, especially if you lose these two games, you get the six or whatever, Stroud, Levis, something along those lines, trade Adams, try to accumulate picks. Again, they're their middle lower class is just so bad from recent drafts. You know, I mean, maybe even franchise Jacobs and move them. I mean, I I would not be short term fixing this thing. It's also pretty amazing that Josh McDaniels uh, has Jarrett Stidham, who was, you know, at one time thought that would be the guy to take over for Tom Brady with the Patriots starting this week and the court the quarterback that he's starting against on the other side is actually the next tom brady in brock purdy <laughs> of course Niners and the and the las vegas raiders <laughs> on new year's day new year's in las vegas uh that's an interesting one maybe that'll uh sort of level the playing field um with just you know who knows what kind of madness will happen this weekend in las vegas when the when the raiders and you know a lot of uh fans that are f- they know each other well, and I, I don't know if there's any mm-hmm. love lost in the stands necessarily between 49ers fans and Raiders fans. But um be a fun I destination love... though for your 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 fandom there. You yeah, know, absolutely. go party it up and yeah, what could go wrong? It's a very quick flight to Las Vegas. You know, <laughs> when you fly to Las Vegas from either Oakland or San Francisco, you go up just barely to get over the mountains and you come right back down. There's you no told me that it's just crazy. It's, it's, it's like very, a pop fly. It's probably just as fast to fly from Oakland airport to Las Vegas than it is to drive from the Oakland airport to Santa Clara on a game day to wow. the 49ers play at Levi stadium. So that's, um, there'd be a cool environment though. Yeah, absolutely. I think your Niners so, win by a million. The line went from, by the way, right after this news happened with Jarrett Stidham and the benching of Derek Carr, the line went from five and a half to Niners favored by 10. And I do like the Niners by a couple of scores here. Yeah. Uh, and it's Stidham just been unbelievable how, how good Brock Purdy has played and, and they're putting up points and, and making big plays on offense to go with the best defense in the league. Uh, I don't see how Jarrett Stidham's first start is going to go great against this 49ers defense. No, not at all. And I'm sure they'll run successfully against the Raiders. What's morale like on the defense when they're on the field for 40 minutes against the Niners? I mean, I, I think it's a bad, bad situation. And I think the, the Raiders are happy losing, but I think they're going to get embarrassed. 
We've got to go fast here with our six pack of picks, Matt. Next, we've got Bills Bengals. We've got uh, an interesting one with the Panthers and the Buccaneers in the NFC South. Speaking of teams that Derek Carr could potentially be playing for Thursday Nighter, Cowboys, Titans, and more next. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at betonline.net, your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis this season. You can go bet on Derek Carr's next team. You can go bet on the next coach that will be fired. You could bet on uh, draft props that are now popping up as well at BetOnline, end-of-season awards. Uh, there's no end, and of course, every weekly line for NFL and amateur sports as well. College basketball, college football, uh, soccer, golf, esports, you name it. They've got it all at betonline.net. You can get informed before you make your bets as well with tons of information on uh, every sport and sports podcasts as well. Uh, You can even find those at BetOnline. So always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence that's right driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state even those states where marijuana is legal that means driving high you will get a dui and with new year's coming up whether you are in las vegas or whatever town you are maybe you're going to a party maybe you're out to have a little fun with your friends on new year's be smart don't you know plan your ride Don't drive under the influence. If you're going to have some drinks, if you're going to be doing whatever it is that you do and imbibing and having a good time, don't even bring your keys. Don't even bring your car. Don't even give yourself the opportunity to make a bad decision later in the evening. And you know that law enforcement officers are going to be out there looking for folks that are driving under the influence. And driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI paid for by NHTSA. Let's go to Monday night, Matt. Uh, This is a good one. We've got the... Buffalo Bills at 12 and 3. They are at the 11 and 4 Cincinnati Bengals. Buffalo on the road favored by one. Tough one. I feel like we could have a whole podcast about this. You know, Burrow versus Allen. Um, I'm going to take the Bengals here. It, it, it just at home, I think the, the Bills offense is a little one dimensional ish, you know, in, in terms, and I think Umar, uh, the, the, the Bengals defense coordinator, whose name I avoid because I say it wrong every time, will adjust throughout the game. I think the Bengals can beat you in more ways, but I think it's a kind of a evenly matched two good defenses that are hard to play against, against two elite quarterbacks. It's going to be a blast, but I think I'm going to take the home team here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the home team and get that point. It was uh, I was you know it's kind of like a pick them. Uh, sometimes favored by one, depending on where you're looking here. Bet yeah. online looking like the uh, the the Bengals are favored by one point, and uh, it's just a really nice test for the Bills here. I'm interesting to interested to Fair. see how they play. And, you know, it's a, a playoff preview type of a game, so I can't wait to watch this one. Definitely a popcorn game. Give me the Bengals because I'm getting a point. But to be honest with you, uh, this is kick your feet up and watch because it should Big be time. about a pick them because it's really hard to, uh, you know, to 
to, to it's really hard to just project how this game is going to go. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's a great test for both of these teams, especially the Bills. I feel like I'm more interested to see how the Bills are going to play because they've been kind of up and down a little bit this year. Um, they are not as I, I feel like the Bengals have been playing a more complete brand of football recently. I so think so. That's why I it's easier for me to picture how things will go for the Bengals in this one than the Bills. So I'm fascinated to see how this goes. Yeah. Lyle Collins is out, but so is Von Miller. I mean, I think both these quarterbacks will be under a lot of pressure. Can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, on it's a great Monday one. Night football. Vikings, Packers. Vikings at 12 and 3. They're at the 7 and 8. Packers don't look now, but the Packers are maybe in an opportunity to sneak into the playoffs here. Uh, Green Bay is actually favored by three and a half at home over the 12 and 3 Vikings. Three and a half just seems like a lot to me. Uh, I mean, I know records don't matter with spreads necessarily, but Minnesota is finding ways to win. They, I mean, Jefferson and Cousins are playing at a very, very high level. I'll take the points. Three and a half? And we know it's going to be a one-score game. So is it a, a, a right, goal, right. right? most likely? So um, I, I, this is one where I wanted to take the Packers, but apparently so much money's in on the Packers that now they're favored by three and a half, and I don't really like that number. So I do like the Packers straight up on this one, but I don't think I would touch it because uh, Vikings still getting three and a half points is too much. I think so too. They're just a much more explosive team. We've also got... The Panthers and Buccaneers in the NFC South, Matt. Uh, this uh, the the Panthers could either be leading the South or have ten losses after this week. I, uh, I like this is a, a, a this division is madness. Um, I just it's unbelievable how bad Tom Brady and the offense is is playing right now for the Buccaneers with this dink and dunk weird thing they've got going on. He's throwing the ball fifty times for one hundred and fifty yards. You know, it's just it's just a really strange offense and the defense is not quite handling businesses as you would have expected the the Buccaneers defense to play and while the Panthers are a great story it's not like they're a juggernaut team either so Mm -hmm. again this is like the opposite version of what's going on with the Bills and the Bengals I I can't really picture how this game is going to go except for probably on the lower scoring end of things and Tampa Bay favored by three at home makes me just want to take the points because I think it could be a close one. Yeah, I'm very confident to take the points in this one, to be honest with you. I think Carolina will run the ball well. They'll stick with that script. Neither team's going to pull away from each other, which favors the Panthers. I think Brady will be under a fair amount of pressure. And I read this this morning that Tampa is by far the worst team in the league against the spread, that everyone just keeps thinking, oh, they'll get it right. They'll get it right. You know, I can't bet against Tom. I'm betting against Tom. I'm betting against this whole crew. I mean, there might be coaching changes. I think this is a mess. Wow, coaching changes. Okay, that's... I've got some breaking news. This is kind of oh, crazy. Okay. So, we haven't talked about tonight's game, and we don't spend a lot of time doing it, but the Titans are benching Malik Willis and starting Josh Dobbs tonight. I mean, not even Tannehill. Like, is that the save Willis because Tannehill's out for the year and they're trying to get the playoffs? Like, are they benching everyone tonight, or is it just Willis gives us no chance to win, we're going to play Dobbs? Like... This game's crazy tonight. Well, let's see. Let's finish with that. Yeah, that's what I thought. The Cowboys on the road are favored by 13 points. 13, yeah. For this news, does this make the line go even further? I don't know. Oh, man. That's 
I mean, I'm very familiar with Josh Dobbs' work, and he is a three all day I long. Mean, clearly, this is the Titans saying we we just we we can't mess around with the development of this young quarterback. We at least have to go with a veteran player, know what we're getting because Man, we're trying to game. Although I mean, this game matter. doesn't matter at all for the Titans, so I'm just wondering: do they want to keep Willis healthy for next week? Oh yeah, because right. So no just, matter what happens in this it's game, it's steamrolled tonight. It's they're still, not going to play Henry. They're not going to play Simmons. You know, nothing yeah. matters for the Titans. Henry not playing. That's right, Derrick Henry. So <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, really, you have to pick the up for next week. The question yeah. is, how many points are you willing to give up for the Cowboys on the road at the Titans? I mean, is Micah Parsons going to have seven sacks tonight? <laughs> you know, like they just putting Josh Dobbs out there like, okay, here you go. I hope you survive, Josh. You've been a good soldier. You know, you've I, seen a lot of Josh Dobbs. Is, is he a quarterback that you would, that, that can go? He's a three all day long. I okay. mean, he's extremely bright. He's extremely smart. He's an aerospace engineer. Um, he kind of plays like an aerospace engineer a little bit. He's you know, like a <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. and he's a good athlete. But he, he, you know, doesn't throw the ball particularly well. You love having him on the team, but I think he's just, you know, a pawn here. I mean, he's the front line of, of the Civil War. You know, just go get shot go, wow. so we can survive till next week. That's interesting. Like, yeah, Malik Willis, as raw as he is, they don't want him to get hurt before the game that matters next week. That's what's happening yeah. here. Because wow. he's going to get he'll get hit a ton tonight. No matter who the quarterback is against the Dallas team, with that line, mm-hmm. he's going to get hit a lot. With no Derrick Henry, so Cowboys by a million, right? Cowboys by a million in twenty four sacks. I, I I don't know what to make of this team. Like, is the second half even going to be watchable? I mean, smart, smart. I don't, guess smart yeah. anybody, Titans. This game doesn't matter. It's all about the Jaguars next week for the South. And if you don't win that, you have a better draft position by losing this game. Install start all your Cowboys in your fantasy leagues. I think. I would imagine. I mean, is Dak even going to be in in the fourth quarter? I mean, who knows? Right. It's going to be a weird game. Yeah, it is going to be a weird one. All right. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen back tomorrow. We'll be making picks for the rest of week 17.